Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. Find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin and the Dynasty After Dark YouTube and Rumble channels. Thank you guys for tuning in. And today I I have three tight ends for the 2022 season that are guaranteed to impress. And I love this picture. It just cracks me up every time I see it here for the, for the intro. But I've got three guys here today that I'm excited to talk to you about. And this is going to be the last of my uh, positional rankings with three guys that I think can finish inside the top 12. Now, this is the tight end position, so top 12 isn't as big of an accomplishment, but it's still something, you know. Everybody's looking for the next George Kittle or Travis Kelsey or, you know, Darren Waller. Um, Those guys kind of sometimes pop up out of nowhere. So you want to make sure you have them early if you're going to get one of those guys. So today, my first one that I want to jump into is Cole Komet with the Chicago Bears. And Cole Komet is an interesting player. Um, and I do say interesting a lot. I think some people have noticed, but just in case, I am aware of it. I'm trying to uh, cut that out, but he is interesting for sure. So this is year three for Cole Komet, drafted in 2020, and he's someone who so far, and with all the tight ends, it definitely does take a little bit of time, but he's someone who has taken a step in year two and is looking primed for year three for that year three breakout that we kind of expect from tight ends nowadays. Now, Cole Komet, he's from Notre Dame, uh, six foot six, 260 pounds, only 23 years old, and currently going off the board as tight end 14 in Dynasty. And I think he is going to smash this based on solely the weapons that are available in Chicago this season. So if you look at the weapons that Chicago has, Justin Fields is the quarterback, going to be manning the whole system. Uh, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert at running back. But after that, the wide receivers, man, it gets thin real quick. You got Darnell Mooney, Tajay Sharp, Byron Pringle, Valus Jones, the rookie, Equinemia St. Brown, Dante Pettis. There's a bunch of nobodies in the wide receiver core. And then Cole Komet is the only pass-catching tight end they have on roster. So the biggest thing with the Bears going into this season was they didn't do enough to build around Justin Fields going into year two for him. So a lot of people think that they might be down on him a little bit. But in reality, if you look at it, what the Bears have done is they shed a lot of money for this year and next year. Next year, I think they have like $120 million in salary cap available already, like without making any other moves. It puts them number one by like a landslide next year. So they're going to be big contenders in the 2023 free agency market for weapons and, and offensive linemen and things like that. So Justin Fields, he just has to hang on one more year, but... The guy that he's going to be going to the most, other than Darnell Mooney, is going to be Cole Komet. So last year he had 93 targets in 17 games, and I think that he is going to smash that number in 2022. So Cole Komet, he has all the measurables that you're kind of looking for for these young guys. Um, 86 percentile. He's a very plus athlete just in general, and 
if you look at it, he had a 4.740 yard dash. It's not the fastest, but it's a good, that's a fast, fast man for that big, you know, 262 pounds moving at 4.7 is a quick guy. So um, he also was a 91st percentile athlete in the broad jump, uh, 88th percentile vertical jump. Like he's an explosive athlete. His change of direction isn't the greatest. He's not very good in change of direction, but he doesn't need to do too much of that in this offense. So I really like Cole Komet. I think that he's going to have about 120, maybe 130 targets just out of necessity this year for the team. And, you know, if you can continue what his average catch rate is, you know, it's a, it's about a 65% catch rate. Um 120 targets that means he's going to be getting 80 80 catches 85 catches this year which means he'll probably be around like 900 yards a couple touchdowns he had no touchdowns in 2021 that's not going to continue so Cole Command is just too big and too good of an athlete to not get any touchdowns. So I am buying the hype on Cole Komet. I think he's actually going to finish closer to maybe tight end number six or seven versus 14. So I think he's really going to make a jump up into the top 12 this season. Now, the number two guy that I want to talk about just got a massive extension this offseason. He was a free agent and the Browns brought him back on a four-year extension crazy 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 nobody expected this everyone thought that my uh that the browns were going to let njoku walk uh there was rumors that he was going to go down to miami things like that but they signed him to a four-year 56 million dollar extension which on top of the franchise tag that he was getting already right there it's like five years for for i don't know around 70 million roughly in that range that's a lot of money to pay to david and joku who so far through five seasons has done about jack squat for for fantasy football i mean looking at his tight end uh finishes he's 25 number nine 85 48 and 23 in in a standard PPR format. So it's not that good, but they paid him a lot of money. And, you know, the biggest thing with David Njoku, he's six foot four, 246 pounds coming out of Miami, Florida. Very good athlete. Just a massive dude. Very quick. He had a 46440, 91th percentile vertical, uh, 98th percentile broad jump. 83rd percentile three cone like he's very very explosive and he's a big dude as well but he just has not been able to put it together on the field so I think that they paid him this much money signals that they're wanting to utilize him more as a wide receiver this year and going forward and the one thing with Kevin Stefanski I'm not a big fan of Kevin Stefanski offense so far through a couple years but they brought in Deshaun Watson now Take whatever you think about Deshaun Watson, put it to the side. As a fantasy football player, what do we know about Deshaun Watson? He really likes the tight end position. What do we know about Kevin Stefanski's offense? They really like to utilize the tight end position. So David Njoku and Harrison Bryant, I think they're going to be rolling a lot of two tight end packages. And those two guys specifically are going to get a lot more work this season. Um, Maybe it won't be as good because Deshaun Watson might get suspended more than likely, maybe a whole season. So it might not happen until 2023, but 
I just think that they really want to utilize him more because otherwise, what are you paying him all that money for? So I really like the option there. And then when you look at the wide receivers, they got Amari Cooper that they traded a fifth round pick for, which looks more and more egregious as all those offseason contracts got moved around this year. The fact that they got him, I mean, A.J. Brown, I love him to death, but he was a first-round pick. Hollywood Brown was a first-round pick. These guys got the same contracts as as Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick. Just egregious. But he's an, a stud wide receiver one for this team. Donovan Peoples-Jones, not the most reliable wide receiver two. A little bit unproven there. And then David Bell is their wide receiver three, who is an unproven rookie. There should be a lot of opportunity here. Now, Kareem Hunt might eat up a lot in the passing game, but if Deshaun Watson's a quarterback, he's not going to go to Kareem Hunt. He just does not like to target his running backs in the passing game. So there's that piece of it. So I really like David Njoku to make a leap finally, a year six breakout for fantasy. But I just think that with with the context of it's Cleveland, right? Cleveland Browns have been a, a nightmare situation for the last few years. They finally started getting things together, but even when they started getting things together, offensively, it's not been consistent. They have had Kevin Stefanski now for two seasons. This is year three, I think, for Kevin Stefanski, and it's finally shown a little bit in that front, but yeah, it's just been a very up and down offense the whole Baker injury last year derailed a lot of things so yeah it just wasn't a great situation but I am excited for David Njoku to finally get utilized in 2022 and beyond and if they do finally start to use him as the plus athlete that he is he could definitely smash into the top 12 of fantasy tight ends for this season. All right, now the last guy I want to talk about, unfortunately, I don't have a picture of him yet with his new team, but it is Gerald Everett, tight end number 22 in ADP. Um, He's 27 years old, and he also has five years of experience while being two years older than David Njoku. And funnily enough, Gerald Everett is a very good athlete as well, Uh, very explosive, and he actually had a faster 40-yard dash than David Njoku by 2.02 seconds, Uh, same vertical, same broad jump, same three-cone, so they are very, very similar athletes. And the the benefit of uh, Gerald Everett in this season is he's not with the Chargers. He replaces the husk of um, Jared Cook with this team, and... One thing that I know about the Chargers is they like to pass the ball a lot, and I want a piece of it anywhere that I can get it. So Gerald Everett, biggest problem with him so far is consistency. You know, he's always been up there in targets, you know, middle of the pack in targets, but he's never really done much with them. Um, Yardage-wise, he's never really had a, he's never had more than 500 yards in a season. So this is a big projection for him, but I think the opportunity is just too good with someone like Justin Herbert. Now, he had Russell Wilson last year, then he was with the Rams for four seasons before that. And the one thing I will say about the Rams is I think we're learning People have been really excited about the Rams tight ends for many, many years, but it just seems like they never really utilize them. Sean McVay just doesn't go that way with his offense. He likes the third wide receiver more than he likes the tight end. So that's fine, but he had a one-year contract with Seattle. I just think that uh, this year is going to be a very, very good year for Gerald Everett. And funnily enough, today there was actually an article 
by The Athletic that they think this is going to be a career season for Gerald Everett with the Chargers. So I'm not the only one that's kind of noticing this, and I really like the opportunity for Gerald Everett going forward. And if he shows out in 2022, you're going to be getting him for free. He's tight end number 22 off the board. He's going to cost you nothing. You can get him as a throw-in for another trade. Uh, You can get him for maybe like a future third or fourth round pick if you're not in tight end premium. He's just a stab. You might even be on waivers in some non-tight end premium league. So he's someone that I'm, I'm excited about, and I'm really excited for what he looks like in a uh, Los Angeles Chargers jersey, but all we have right now is a Seahawks or a Rams jersey, so haven't been able to utilize that just yet. And this guy really likes the West Coast, man. He, he's been in L.A. for most of his career at this point in time. This will be year five for him in L.A., so yeah, he really likes to stay out there, but this is a good group of guys that to take a stab on. When you're looking at the tight ends, again, it's very it's very tough to get the next Darren Waller or the next George Kittle because they kind of pop up out of nowhere. But if you're not taking a stab at least on some of these guys, you're not going to have those the, the opportunity to get those guys on your team. You're going to miss out. And I get it. Tight ends a wasteland. It's not a great position for fantasy football, but everything in the NFL is fluid. Things change every single year. Eventually, tight ends are going to start making a comeback into the NFL and being a primary factor in the pass game because teams are going to figure out how to utilize them better. It feels like right now there's a lot of teams that don't know how to utilize the tight end position and that's slowly starting to change. So I think as we start to get more of these plus athletes into the NFL that aren't as good as blockers like uh, someone like Gerald Everett, I think that they're going to start finding a way to utilize these guys just a little bit more in the passing game, and it's going to lead to a resurgence ultimately, eventually, of the tight end position. We're not there yet necessarily, but I think some of these guys are worthy stabs in a dynasty league because, again, they're basically free because nobody really cares about tight ends outside of the top 12, really, honestly. And one, they're free, and two... Why not? You know, if you hit on these guys, they're going to be league winners for you going forward. So I think it's worth it. Let me know what your thoughts are on these three guys. Please follow me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin. Thank you for listening. And again, if you're listening to the podcast on YouTube or Rumble, please be sure to like, comment and subscribe to the video just to help with the algorithm. And the biggest thing you guys could do for me, honestly, if you are listening to the video, just tell a friend about the podcast. Just share it with one other person. That's all I'm trying to do is just build an audience. I I like talking about fantasy football with you guys. I really do. I That's my entire piece of it is I just get joy out of that. So let me know what your guys' thoughts are, and I appreciate you guys listening. Good night.